Welcome to the $100 MBA show, the business lessons you need to build the business you want with our deep dive lessons. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA and Webinar Ninja. And in today's lesson, you will learn how travel can improve your business and make you a better entrepreneur. I'm not talking about traveling for business or traveling locally within your country. I'm talking about foreign travel, traveling to new cultures, new countries, places outside your comfort zone. This is incredibly beneficial, and I'm going to tell you why you should do this and try to incorporate travel as much as you can. I recommend at least taking one trip a year, if you can, to a new place, a new culture. Now, you might be asking, why? Why is this important? For most businesses, you are global. You are able to serve customers across the globe. And even if you have a local mom and pop, a small shop on a corner in a physical location, you're going to meet people from around the world that are going to come and visit you. We live in a small world right now, and you need to understand the world. The better you understand the world you're trying to impact, the better entrepreneur you're going to be. There are so many life skills as well as business skills you're going to learn simply by traveling to different countries. You're going to get ideas how to improve your products, how to improve your services, how to be more efficient, how to cater to a global economy. You're going to understand human psychology a whole lot better. And that's what sales is all about, understanding human behavior, understanding what makes people tick, what makes people buy, how to fulfill people's needs and wants. And these are lessons that are hard to learn in your own atmosphere, in your own little environment. Even if you live in a cosmopolitan area, even if you live in a city like New York or San Francisco, which is quite diverse, right? People acclimate to that culture, to the Californian culture, to the Bay Area culture, to the New York City culture. They acclimate to that mindset. It has a sense of pace and speed that you have to keep up with. And everybody's kind of singing from the same song sheet in that way. Even if you're dealing with different cultures, there's still New Yorkers or you know residents of Miami or whatever it is. When you venture out and go to a completely different culture, you're the outsider and you need to acclimate. You need to learn how people think, how people understand things, what they value, what their fears are. All these things are great lessons to build a great product and to build a business around. I'm going to give you my personal tips to how to choose great destinations to travel to and the mindset you need to have when you're going to these places. Also, how to prepare as well as what if you just can't do it right now? What if you can't travel this year for some reason? What are some alternatives that you can do that can give you the same or similar perspectives as if you were to travel? If you want to make your mark on the world, you've got to get to know the world. And that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by HostGator. Build your business website today with HostGator. HostGator has everything under one roof, security, backups, hosting, their own website builder, one-click WordPress installs. They have marketing services, domain name registration. They have design services, everything you need. And with their 24-7 live support via phone, chat, or email, you can get help any time of day, any day of the week, anywhere you are, even if you're traveling, right? And they can walk you through anything you need to get your business website up and running. Best of all, they don't break the bank. They know how hard it is to start a business, so they make it easy on the wallet. 
especially with their special discount for listeners of The $100 MBA Show. To save 30% and get started for as low as $5 a month, go to HostGator.com slash MBA30. Again, that's HostGator.com slash MBA30. Today's episode is also supported by Caliper. As you grow your business, you're going to have some growing pains. And part of those pains, in my experience, is hiring the right people, hiring the right teammates to be a part of your business. I mean, have you ever hired somebody and only found out that their best performance was in the interview? Caliber offers in-depth assessments for potential hires and current employees. Their specific personality insights reveal key traits, behaviors, and what motivates employees to succeed. Caliber's unique approach works on any size company or industry, from startups to Fortune 500s. Their expertise has helped over 30,000 businesses hire, retrain, and develop top talent. Caliper has an incredible offer for our listeners. You can assess your team for free. You'll discover what makes them tick and how to improve team performance. You'll also get an hour of free consulting. To learn more, visit calipercorp.com slash MBA. That's Caliper, C-A-L-I-P-E-R, corp, C-O-R-P dot com slash MBA. The first thing I want to say about traveling abroad and you know, broadening your horizons or broadening your perspective and building a great base to being a great entrepreneur so you can cater to the world is you don't have to go on this round-the-world trip in one shot. You don't have to do this. You can do this over different periods of times, small breaks. Now, if you live in Europe, let's say, for example, you live in the UK, it doesn't have to be long. It could be a week. It could even be a few days, like four or five days. You can be part of a completely different culture. You can go to Spain. You can go to Italy. You can go to Greece. You can go to Turkey. All these are very diverse and very different from each other. And it won't cost you an arm and a leg. Now, if you live in the States, it's a little bit more of a hike, right? So I probably recommend you take at least two weeks so you can really enjoy it. But two weeks out of the year, if you run your own business, is not so hard. And if you run an online business or you run your business remotely and you have managers in place, this is not such a stretch. You can continue to work you know, maybe for an hour or two in the morning when you go abroad. So just understand, this is not like shutting down your business for two weeks. You can continue to do business, and you know, but just, you know, throttle it back a little bit. And you could focus on a country or a country or two in those two weeks and plan your next trip. Maybe it could be next year, it could be six months from now, whatever. The point is, is that you don't have to put the pressure on yourself to see everything in one go. I've been blessed enough, I've been fortunate enough, I really feel lucky that I've had the chance to travel, but I haven't seen everything and... When I did see the countries I saw, there were short stints. Some were longer. You know, I spent a month in Spain twice. And that really gave me a chance to understand their culture, understand the history of Spain, understand how their history influences our modern society and the way we think today. And before you start thinking, what does this have to do with business? It has everything to do with business. Why? Because these people that you're visiting, the Spanish, the French, the Germans, the Thai people, the Chinese people, whatever you go, these people are your customers. Even if you only cater to a local community, there's going to be Chinese immigrants in your community. There's going to be Indian immigrants in your community. And even if they're first generation, they're born in your country, they still have the cultural influences from their parents. So when you're going to visit these countries, you're basically doing research on the human psychology, on the culture of these people, so you can understand how to best serve them. It's very dangerous to think that everybody thinks the same. And I say dangerous because it's bad for your business. Different cultures, different people value different things more than other things. Now, I'm not talking about personalities or traits. I'm talking about the way they view the world. Some cultures don't really like to rush. For example, I spent some time in Dubai, which is a very traditional Bedouin Arab culture. 
very different from other Arabs like Egyptians or Jordanians. They live in a little bit more of a modern culture. And yes, Dubai is a modern city, but culturally, they're very traditional. They want to take their time. They want to get to know you before they do business. So if you're trying to lock up a client from Dubai, you can't do business the same way with them as you would do with somebody who is a native New Yorker. Time is not money for them. In fact, they use time to make money. They want to do business with people they trust. And trust is a huge value for them. So if you neglect that, they're not going to want to do business with you. So again, we're going to circle back. Travel is important for these reasons. You need to understand human behavior, understand different cultures, different ways of life, different filters of the world. This also applies the way you communicate your products and services, their benefits to different types of cultures and people. So, all right, so you're going to pencil in maybe two weeks out of the year to see a new culture. Now, I highly encourage you to go to somewhere with a new language, new culture, something that's going to put you out of your element. Somewhere that's going to force you to learn some phrases and get to know the people a little bit. I recently discovered Rick Steves. Now, this guy is amazing. I love Rick Steves. He runs a YouTube channel and a whole business on travel, and he focuses on Europe, but he has other destinations as well. Now, Rick is a wholesome and traditional travel uh, expert. I would probably equate him to the opposite of Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> but the point is, is that, you know, I love watching his channel because he really shows you how to embrace new cultures, how to interact with new people, how to enjoy and appreciate their history. Like if you go to a museum in Italy, for example, there's so much to appreciate and apply to your own business. Look at the art, look at the craftsmanship. How did that art and those movements influence your aesthetics today? When it comes to designing your website, you can get motivation through the resilience of these artists that took you years and years, decades, centuries sometimes to build a structure. Point is that Rick Steves is a great resource for you to get prepared and get into the mindset of appreciating people's cultures. So I want you to kind of think of how you can learn about people's cultures, people's ways of life. And as you're traveling, as you're absorbing the culture, I want you to ask yourself, how could I take what I learned from this experience to improve my business? When I go to Morocco and break bread with Moroccans, what did I learn? What did I learn from that experience? And how could that improve me as an entrepreneur and a business owner? And it's not specific to how am I going to deal with Moroccans in my business, but more about how do I actually work with different types of people? And one of the ways to make sure that you are getting takeaways, that you are learning throughout the process of travel, is to journal. I highly recommend you get a journal, a notebook, and journal throughout your trip, even if it's just a week or even five days, even if you just take five to 10 minutes every day or every other day and write what you experience. Even if you just document, today we did this, this is what I learned. This is what I experienced. And if you want to take it a step further, when I go home, this is how I want to apply what I've learned. So it's simply just answering three questions. What did I do? What did I learn? How would I apply it? Put that in your journal and you can spend the time when you're on a train ride going from city to city or in a taxi cab, or whatever it is, to journal. It takes 10 minutes, and you're going to thank yourself for doing it. You give yourself a chance to reflect and ask yourself some great questions. And when you get back home, you can review your journal and have an action plan on how to implement what you learned into your business. Now, when you travel, don't be afraid to share what you do with the people you meet. You're going to have opportunities to meet people within the culture, within the country, Sit down and talk to them and say, hey, this is what I do. This is my business. This is my podcast. This is my YouTube show. And show it to them. Get some feedback. Hey, this is what I do. Is this something that is popular here in this country? 
you may not want to lead with this, but you know, throughout the conversation, you may want to ask them these questions and you want to ask them what they do. Learn about their life, their daily life. What time do you get to work? What do you do at work? How's your relationship with your employees? How much time off do you have? Things like that. Ask some questions to give you an understanding of their life because that's going to give you an understanding of how you can fit your business, your service into their life. Now, I talked about you can work when you're traveling, so you don't feel like you're neglecting your business or anything like that. You want to check in your team, you could do that. But definitely assign some time for that. I think it's a good idea to wake up a little earlier. Let's say you wake up at 6.30, have yourself a quick breakfast, and from 7 to 9, you just get really focused and work on your business. Answer emails, communicate with the team. Now, if you're living in the States and you're going east to Europe or the Far East, you're in luck because you're going to be a little bit ahead of everybody else. So you can easily reply to yesterday's emails and all that stuff. Get really focused. Challenge yourself to finish as much as possible in two hours, or maybe two and a half hours, or even three if you want to. But the point is that cut off the time from seven to nine or seven to 10. That's it. You're done. Close that laptop. Now enjoy the culture. Enjoy your travels. And that's still working, right? You're still learning and you're still going to be applying and journaling the things that is going to benefit you and your business. But it's good to have separation. So, and I like to do it first because that way it's out of the way and you don't feel guilty throughout the day and you know you've taken care of things. Also, let your team know that you're going to be away. Let them know that you're going to have limited access to your email, um, that you're going to be answering email only once a day and that's it. And this is a great test. We talked about this before in other episodes, but this is a great test to see if your business can run without you. And it should. You want people to be able to be autonomous and make decisions and be able to run things without you so you can be a little bit more hands-off and you don't have to be all over things and don't have to stress out. Now, one of the things I love about traveling and learning about new cultures and new languages and new ways of life is learning the benefits of those people, the strengths of those people. So say, for example, I visit Russia. I want to get to know the people a little bit, get inside their head, understand what their strengths are what they're good at. Some cultures are just better at certain things. They're influenced by their way of life and what they're exposed to. Now, the reason why I want to do this is that, hey, I run a remote team. We have people from all over the world and I want to keep an eye out on, hey, maybe I should look into Russia when I'm hiring for this position. And I note these things down in my journal. And I take some notes down, like what's the time zone difference? What's the average salary here for that position? What are the expected hours? What kind of hours do they normally work? All that kind of stuff. It's good to know. Also, it's good to ask people around about what's popular. What are some big businesses here or companies or products or services that people use every day? For example, in China, WeChat is huge. It's an app that basically is Amazon and eBay and Facebook all wrapped into one. And it's the app. Wherever you're going, ask them, what do they use every day? What services do they use? It might be a global company like Airbnb. It might be a company like Uber, but it might be something local to them. Find out, oh, what is this thing? Download it or check out their website out and learn about this company. Why are they successful? How are they catering to this society? You know, we only see the examples around us in our communities, in our culture, but there's so many great business opportunities or business uh, examples out there. And you want to learn from these examples, especially if they're doing so well in that culture. Why? Study them. This is a great opportunity because this is hard to find out when you're in your own country. Unfortunately, it's hard to find local country media. Yes, you can dig into the internet, but it's hard because sometimes it's in a different language and Google Translate's not perfect yet. So talking to people, finding out about what they use every day, learning about the products and services they love, 
this is a great way for you to learn about what works. And you can start to see patterns and start to see, hey, this is a really great idea. How can I implement this way of doing business into my business? Guys, I got more on why traveling makes you a better business builder, makes you a better entrepreneur, and it can improve your business. But before that, let me give love to today's sponsors. Today's episode of the Hunter MBA show is supported by HostGator. Build your business website in a flash and get the help you need with their 24-7 live support via phone, chat, or email. Get on the phone, get on chat, and they'll walk you right through it. How to start your website, how to register your domain name, how to design it, how to market it, all that stuff. They got your back. Now, you would think this would cost you an arm and leg, but it doesn't because HostGator understands that small businesses need to start somewhere, and they'll grow with you. Get everything you need to start a business website today with HostGator for only $5 a month. That's incredible. My first business website was hosted by HostGator, and we still use them. Save 30% and get started for $5 a month by just visiting HostGator.com slash MBA30 today. Again, that's HostGator.com slash MBA30. Today's episode is also supported by Constant Contact. If you own a small business, you know that success is all about relationships. That's why Constant Contact's email marketing lets you connect with new customers and stay in touch with the ones you already have. Unlike other solutions, Constant Contact's state-of-the-art editor makes it easy to get results fast, even if you're just a beginner. Simply upload your contact list and they'll handle the rest. Unsubscribes, bounces, and inactive emails update automatically. Plus, Constant Contact's templates are built to be mobile responsive, so you can be sure that all your emails will look just as good on the little screens as they do on the big ones. Even transform your emails into eye-catching social posts in just a few clicks. Or if you want to talk strategy with a marketing expert, turn to Constant Contact's free live coaching for professional help anytime you want. That's pretty cool. With the tool as powerful and easy to use as Constant Contact, you don't need to be a marketing expert to see results. See how you could be a better marketer with Constant Contact. Sign up for a free trial at constantcontact.com slash podcast. Again, that's constantcontact.com slash podcast. Guys, to wrap up today's lesson, I have a few more points when it comes to traveling and how it can improve your business and improve you as an entrepreneur. I highly recommend you try to make friends when you travel. Make friends, serious friends, exchange contact, exchange emails, and try to stay in touch with them when you get back home, even if it just means an email once every couple of months. It's good to have good friends across the world. You might have somebody in the industry you really respect send something out on Facebook or on email and say, hey, I'm going to Germany. Does anybody know anybody in Germany that can help me out? I'm going to be in Berlin. And you made a friend in Berlin. You can make an introduction and say, hey, this is my friend. He can help you out. He can tell you where the best places to stay. I met him when I was in Germany. I'll let you guys take it from there. It's a small little favor, but it helps that person out. And it's a great way to connect with other entrepreneurs or somebody that maybe you look up to. It's also good to have diverse friends. People that will challenge the way you think and challenge the way you see things. Now, one of the things I have to say personally, growing up as an American, when I traveled, I had to reevaluate what I thought of the world. You know, America is kind of far removed. We were in a bubble and it's a great country and I love America, but it's incorrect to think that everything is better there. No, there's a lot of great things in different countries, in different cultures. They do things better in a lot of ways. And we do things better in some ways as well. But the point is, is that it allows you to see that, hey, there's different ways of doing things. I can do things differently and maybe get a better result. So go with an open mind. Go with, I want to learn. I want to change. I want this culture or this experience to challenge what I think. And even if you don't change your opinions on certain things, that's okay. The challenge at least confirms the way you feel. 
And lastly, I know a lot of people say, you know, it's a dangerous world now and all this stuff in the news. I don't know if I want to travel. The world has become safer statistically. This is just math. It's facts talking here, right? Statistically, the world is safer than ever. But because of mass media, we're seeing everything happening at the same time. We get to see news instantly, things we would never heard of before. And when you say the world is dangerous, that means where you live is dangerous. You live in the world, right? Now, I'm not saying put yourself in harm's way, but don't cut off travel simply because you think that everything now is chaotic. No, everything is not chaotic. Be safe, be mindful, be smart about things, but understand that there's so much reward in travel that you shouldn't stop yourself from going because of a couple bad apples that show up on the news. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson. I hope that motivates you to think, hey, where should I go next? What can I learn? What can I embrace myself in? I hope I gave a different type of episode, different type of lesson today than you were expecting. I like to change it up a little bit and keep you on your toes. All right, before I go, I want to leave you with this. When you travel, one of the things I like to remind myself is that I'm a guest in that country. It's good to be humble. It's good to be a learner. It's good to be asking questions and apologizing. Maybe if those questions are a little bit you know, personal or you know, inappropriate, you don't know, maybe. So apologize in advance. Hey, I'm really sorry if this is inappropriate, but I, I want to ask this question. Is that okay? When you frame it that way, it's hard for them to get upset and say, oh, no, no, that's quite all right. You know, uh, I know that you might worry about that, but that's okay. Here's the answer. When you go and travel with that frame of mind that I'm a guest in these people's homes, in their country, in their culture, and I want to tread lightly and make sure that everybody feels respected, you're going to get a better response. People are going to say, this person's making an effort. They're trying to say a few words in my language and you know, I'll help them out. I'll try to use my English and they'll help you with the English they know. But if you go in arrogantly and expect everybody to speak English and understand what you're saying and you know, you're screaming on the top of your lungs thinking that they're hard of hearing, you're not going to get a good result. You're not going to have a good experience and you're not going to get the things you want to learn from them. I'm sure I'm preaching to the converted here, but just a quick reminder from what I've learned throughout the years, go in as a guest, go in with an open mind and open heart, and you're really going to learn a whole lot and you can take it home and improve yourself as an entrepreneur and a business with these skills. All right, I'll check you in the next episode. I'll see you then. Take care.